Welcome to the Ripple Effect Martial Arts Podcast. Welcome, everybody. I am super excited to have Miss Carlota Pons and Mr. Mackay, who is a karate student at Ripple Effect Martial Arts in Fort Collins, Colorado. Thank you both so much for being on the show. You are very welcome. We're happy to be here. Miss <laughs> Carlota, you are the grandmother of Mackay. Can you, we just begin there? Yes. What, why did you write a letter about what Mackay has been up to in uh, martial arts? We have seen a lot of growth in him over this year. And obviously from three to four, kids grow a lot anyway. But particularly in him, we saw some things that we felt were directly the result of his work in ripple effects. And I thought that the instructors and the managers and all of the team members should know that. Bow courtesy is one of the things that you learned. Yes. Show respect. Yes, sir. What's been fun about karate? Playing with other people and getting to play animals. Who is your favorite animal? A tiger. I always have that answer, too. I love tigers. Said I like tigers, too. Yeah. <laughs> you like who likes giraffes? Something that's kind of interesting about karate, right? We're talking about zoology right now. Uh, Makai is four years old and asking about ossicones. And we're on a karate podcast, right? So that gives some idea of the breadth, I guess, of education that you might start to get by enrolling in a martial arts program. But what even brought mm -hmm. you to Ripple Effect Martial Arts? How did you even know about karate? Well, I took martial arts as a young person myself. So wow. that's how I first knew. And it was a real help to me during a really hard time in my life. And um, it gave me a lot of discipline. Kai was going through some kind of tough things. He is a child who does not adjust well to change. And he was two years old when COVID hit. So there was a lot of change in his life. And Ripple Effect is something that has been a constant throughout his time here in Colorado. And it is wonderful because it's constant when school is in, it's constant when school is out. It's something that he can count on on a regular week-by-week -week basis, and it helps provide some stability and some discipline for him. Wow. Can, can you talk a little bit about your experience in martial arts when you were younger? Well, I started martial arts in middle school. I was living in inner city Los Angeles at the time. And my ethnic heritage is both Black and Mexican. And there was a lot of siloing, I guess, would be the way that I would say it in that day. So I really didn't feel like I fit in anywhere. I couldn't wear an Afro. My hair wasn't that kind of hair. So I didn't really fit in with the Black kids. And I didn't speak fluent Spanish. So I didn't really fit in with the Mexican kids. And I was in an area where I had to walk through three different gang territories just to get to and from school. So I never had any clothes that were red or blue or purple because I couldn't get caught wearing the wrong thing in the wrong gang territory, the wrong colors to misrepresent. And martial arts was something that really helped calm me and helped center me during that really tough time in my life. And our instructors focused a lot on personal growth and development. And it was that and swimming literally were lifesavers for me. 
during that time because I could very easily have gotten involved in gangs. I could very easily have gotten in with the wrong crowd at school that was doing drugs or that was skipping classes or whatever. And martial arts gave me the discipline to resist all of those influences that were going on at that time in my life. Wow. So I think very highly of the role of martial arts. In the letter that you wrote to the school and that we featured on the blog, that for parents considering enrolling their kids in the martial arts, it's not about fighting, but about discipline and confidence. How does discipline and confidence versus fighting skill, or along with, I guess, it help protect you? How did it help protect you in, in L.A.? Well, I think when you have the confidence to know who you are in yourself, you don't have to be pressured to go along with the crowd. You don't have to be pressured so much to, to be a follower. I believe that martial arts trains you to be a leader. And I believe that Ripple Effect is training Makai to be a leader and the other students in his class. The word of the month does that. Reciting the creeds does that. It gives him enough knowledge about himself and the confidence in what he can do. He can throw a punch. He can make a kick. He can make a block. And then he doesn't have to feel insecure. And he doesn't have to feel like he needs to be a follower in order to be accepted in any group. And he doesn't have to feel like he has to compete with his older sister. Because <laughs> at this age, 20 months makes a big difference. When he's 12 and she's 14, it won't be that big of a deal. But right now, he, he needs the extra confidence in what he can do. Competition is, in a way, so central to the martial arts, just like it is in sports or something. You know, you, you want to win, but a lot of what comes up for many students and parents is, but do I really need to beat someone right. in a competition to, to win? Uh, did you have siblings growing up? No, I'm an only child and on one side of the family, an only grandchild. Wow. So I didn't have that particular conflict, but that also means that it's kind of foreign to me to see the two of them together because Kai's mom was raised as an only child also. Do, do you think that as an only child, that your fellow students were kind of like friends or, or a community for you? They very much were. They very much were a community. We did lots of things together. We did community service projects in the neighborhood. We, we ran. We did our warm-ups. We ran in the neighborhood. Um, one of the funny stories I have is we had what was called row guards because we, um, we ran. And running in the neighborhood, we had row guards that would stand in the street and keep traffic from possibly hurting the runners who were who were jogging and I always wanted to be a row guard. I thought that was the coolest thing. I'm like, Oh, they just stand there. And then they jog to the next intersection, but we had a long line of runners. So what that meant is that you were sprinting from one block to the next block in order to be able to be there before the first runners got there wow. to be able to do their run. So that was the thing that I thought it was such a great, easy job to be a row guard. And then I discovered that it was really hard to be a row guard. It was not easy. But because of the training that we received, we were able to accomplish that task. We were able ultimately to do it. 
And I was 13 when I started martial arts. And I think that because Kai is starting so early, his rewards will be that much greater. That reminds me of something not even close to as dramatic, but there was one tournament that I showed up to and they said, we are short a few judges. And so, and I was a high red belt at the time. And they said, we're going to need you to judge a couple of these rings. And I just went, are you kidding? I, it, you know, I, and I'm 40 years old or something and going, wow, I don't, the, the responsibility of judging. So what you're talking about is protecting actual people's lives from getting struck by vehicles or something. And I'm just talking about making sure somebody is judged fairly on their uh, T-gay form or, or a sparring match. But there's a lot of responsibility there. And there are people much younger than me that have taken on that role for years. Can you imagine Kai in that kind of a role? I can imagine that he will ultimately do that. He already has a very protective spirit, even when he was one and a half, when he was barely walking, if we did something that made Savea cry, you know, something as simple as telling her she couldn't play with the toy that she wanted to play with, he wanted to know why sister was crying. And he would come and run and put his little 18-month-old self between us and his sister and say, why did you crying? Why did you crying? And he would be angry with us because we were making his sister cry. So he has that kind of protective nature already. He doesn't like to watch the fight scene in Frozen, in the movie Frozen. We have to fast forward through that because he doesn't like to watch that. So his, his spirit is already that way. And I think that, that ripple effects will train him and his classmates to be able to challenge what is their natural tendency. If their natural tendency is teaching or protecting or serving in some way, that they will develop those skills. And the earlier they start, the better it is and the longer it lasts. Like those mythological heroes, you need some kind of intervention and education to go, hey, wait, you know, to use your powers, we got to train it. What, what does, at such a young age, as you wrote in your essay, what does martial arts train? What, what do the animal runs and the push-ups and the standing at attention? What do you think that means? I don't know if this is intentional or not, but what I see is that the various training and the various exercises and even just the warm-up drills really provide an opportunity for each child's strengths to come forward. There's a young woman in Kai's class who's super creative. And when they ask her what her favorite animal is, it sometimes is a mashup of two or three different animals. It's a, a dinosaur cougar, or it's a, a llama panther or something. And instead of saying, well, there's no such animal as that. Can you pick a real animal? The instructors say, okay, show me how a dinosaur panther would go across the floor. And the student demonstrates it, and then the rest of the class follows suit. So her creativity is honored. The students who are really into teaching others, their skill is honored. Kai's protective nature is honored. Whatever skill or gift the student brings, they find a way to accentuate that and to honor it. Beautiful observation. Years ago, we had a word of the month, and it was grace. 
And mm-hmm. one of on the worksheet, the assignment was to draw an animal that represents grace. And the variety was out of this world. It was okay, swans, octopus, tilapia, giraffe, e- enormous variety of animal life that these children and parents thought of as representing grace. What do you see out of that? Just straight up punches and kicks. Is that something that Kai brings home and can kind of understand and demonstrate? Or or what about the punches and kicks part of karate? It took us a while to get him to really want to practice at home. But he absolutely adores my husband, his grandfather. And when when my husband started training with him, Then he got really excited about training because it was something he could do with Papa. So we see him just naturally in interactions, mostly defensive things, mostly blocks and evasive tactics that he has learned in class. But he is starting to get more more eye-hand coordination and just more self-control over how his body moves through what he does in, in class and then brings it home and practices with Papa. The um, flag football drill, where you try and get the flag off of the person that you're partnered with, they do that a lot. And he has learned a lot of evasive tactics to keep Papa from getting his flag. And he's also learned some creative moves so that he can get Papa's flag. Isn't that so cool? So I don't know Papa, I'm guessing he outweighs and is a little taller than Kai, right? Significantly so. So, and then Kai probably, so I remember when my youngest kid was real little, three or four, and we would do just what you're talking about. All right, tag me, tag me on the hip. And she could barely reach my hip. And I was a lot bigger, but she was a lot quicker and slyer and just had a different strategy. And so intergenerationally, do you see yourselves coming together with, with, with Kai and being able to, to do these things with them that, that are kind of unusual, right? You don't usually play this kind of tag or evasive, you know, strikes and blocks with a four-year-old and grandpa. It's really fun to watch them do that. And yes, it has increased. My husband's been really focusing a lot on mobility and increasing his flexibility and mobility. He's 72 and he drives buses all day. So he's in a sitting position. So we're starting to involve some exercises to help kind of do the reverse of what he does all day to keep his muscles flexible and limber. And what he does with Kai helps with that a lot also because Kai is so quick. He is unbelievably fast for his age. And even when he first started walking, he walked for about a week. And then he ran everywhere, trying to catch him and trying to keep up with him and trying to keep him from being curious about things that could be dangerous was a real challenge. But my husband's flexibility and his stamina and his balance have improved because, you know, he's got to get that leg up into that chamber before he can demonstrate the kick that Kai is supposed to do. And that has improved his balance and his flexibility as well. Lots of people benefit from something that you did supposedly for just this one group. And 
Ripple Effects is the exact perfect name because lots of people benefit because of the education that Makai is getting in martial arts. Thank you for listening to the Ripple Effect Martial Arts Podcast. Find episodes and more at rippleeffectmartialarts.com.